Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another bite from our series 10 Nights of Arabic Bites. Let's get into it. So in this episode we're on night 25 aren't we? So we're in Juz 25 of the Quran. So we're taking a short passage. I think we have four um, ayat in this particular episode and um, I'll give you, give you some forewarning. Perhaps the non-Muslims among us might find this episode a bit brutal. Um, yeah, so I'll just give you a forewarning of that. Um, I know we have many non-Muslims who listen to the podcast. We have many non-Muslims who do the Arabic in 60 Steps program. I love having you guys here. Absolutely welcome. I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, that, uh, that this, this verse has some things that are quite graphic. And the, the idea of talking about heaven and hell is not very palatable to lots of people. But, um, but let's get into it anyways. So, um... Yeah, so what else do I want to say? I also wanted to apologise for my voice as well. Um, obviously, it's the month of Ramadan at the point when I'm recording this. I've been fasting for about 18 hours, so so please forgive me for my voice being a little bit husky. If um, I slur my words a little bit or if, I'm a, or if I have a bit of a dry throat at all, please forgive me for that. Anyways, so we are in probably one of my favourite surahs of the Qur'an, actually. This is Surah al-Dukhan, or the Surah of Smoke, the Smoke. Um... And we are doing, um, it's the 44th surah of the Qur'an as well, by the way, which makes it another one of our hawamim, which we mentioned in, the, we mentioned in, uh, in last episode. Good. So this is another surah which begins with hawamim. But we're not doing that. We're actually doing from ayat, from ayat 43 to 46. And it is a description of a tree which is in the hellfire. Of a tree called shajarat al-zaqqum. So let me run through some vocabulary for this particular lesson. So we have the word inna, which means certainly. Shajara, a tree. Zaqum. Zaqum is just a name. It doesn't have a meaning as such. Ta'am, food. Al-athim, the sinner. Ka, like. Al-muhl, oil, or molten, or, or you know, it's, it's a very hot liquid. It can be oil, or it can be um, molten lead or molten metal. Yagli means it boils. Fi in el botun the stomachs. Um, the singular of that is botun. One botun, the plural is botun. And then once again, ka is a like. And then ghali means the boiling. And then the word al hamim means scalding water or boiling water. So what is this whole passage? Inna shajarat zaqumi ta'amul athim kal muhli yagli fi al botuni kaghli al hamim. Um, okay, so grammatically, first and foremost, before we reflect upon it at all. Inna. Inna is from a group of words known as Inna wa akhawatuha, Inna and her sisters. And the way that they behave is that their ism is monsub and their khabar is marfur. For those of you who have done kana and her sisters, it's the opposite of those. You know, with kana it's the opposite. It's the ism which is marfur and the khabar which is monsub. But with Inna and her sisters, it's the opposite. And that's why the word that follows inna has a fatha on the end. So we have inna shajarata. Inna shajarata. Indeed, the tree. Why is it the tree if we're not saying ash-shajara? Well, um, it's, well, we do know that it's definite, actually, because there's only one fatha on the end. Ash-shajarata. Um, but it also can't have elif and lam. It can't have el because it's actually the mudaf in an adafa construction. And the mudaf ilay is az-zaqum. So this is indeed the tree of Az-Zaqum. This tree in the bottom of the hellfire is called the tree of Zaqum. Indeed the tree of Zaqum. Okay, now we're coming to the khabar of, of Inna. What, what, we're finding out the news. We're finding out what is, what is the tree of Zaqum. What is it? 
This is also an idafa construction. Ta'am Ta'am means the food. What has been fed. Um, there's, there's multiple words for food. I mean, ta'am is one and ekel is another one. But um, I think perhaps because the verb ekel means to eat and, um, you know, the verb ata'ama means to feed somebody. When we use the term ta'am, there's a connotation of the idea that you've been fed, that you're being fed. And a, a potential meaning of it being against your will can be tied into this, whereas that cannot be the case with ekele. When you're doing ekele, you're actively doing the eating, but um, ta'am shares its root with the, roots with the verb ata'ama, to be fed. It is, it is what is being fed to the al-athim. I mean, this usually gets translated to like the, the, the sinners or the wrongdoers or something like that. The, the term ithim on its own is, is just something being harmful. Um, obviously Allah says in Surah Al-Hujurat, Indeed, some suspicions about people are ithim, they are harmful. So, um, so this term ethim, it means a sinner, really, but, but it should be understood that the term, that it, it, it comes from the term ithim, which means harm. Um, perhaps sinners who have harmed others rather than sinners who, who maybe only harm themselves. The, the word for a sin is a thenb. Um, yeah, it doesn't come from that root. It comes from the root of the word to harm. So this is, but in the, in, in, for our sake of translation, it is the food, that which is being fed to alethim. So what does it do? Kalmuhl, like almuhl. Almuhl, as I said, is like is like boiling oil or, or, or molten metal or something like that. Though different translations will give you, you know, different words for that, whether it's oil or whether it's molten metal. I mean, the, the fact of it is that it's it's a very, very hot liquid. It's a hot, boiling, thick liquid. Um, yeah. Yagli fil botun. Yagli, it boils in the stomachs. Yagli fil botun. Yagli fil botun. So the the focus, I suppose, in the in the order of this particular ayah, um, when Allah says kel um, He's saying like. Let, let, let me just say um like. Like like molten metal. Let me use molten metal just, just for it, just so I don't have to keep on stumbling on it every time we come across the word. Like molten metal, it boils in the stomachs. I mean, Allah could have just as easily put it the other way around. It could have said yagli fil botoni kel muhli. Could have said it, it boils in the it, it boils in the stomachs like molten metal. But there's um in this in this word order, Allah is bringing our attention to it, to the molten metal. <sighs> Kagalli al hamim, like the like the boiling of water. Obviously, we kind of understand the the the, the boiling of scalding water to be to be bubbling. Um, we we encounter boiling water. I mean, you know, ev- us everyday people, we encounter boiling water far more than we, you know, in- encounter boil you know boiling metal. It's only really blacksmiths and stuff that encounter boiling metal. So perhaps there's a kind of a simile for us to become more familiar with what it looks like and what it sounds like, and what it feels like. So, um, you know, the reason why this, um, this particular ayah sits so heavily with me is, um, you know, like, there's an experience that I had a few years ago. I went to, um, I went to go and have iftar with um, brother Imran ibn Mansur and, um, and his brother Saad as well. Some of you guys maybe know them. You may, maybe you know Imran as Dawa man. 
I went to go and have iftar. He, they ran an event for Riva Brothers um, in London a few years ago. And I went to go and have iftar with them. And um, and I drove back down to Cornwall when I was living in Cornwall straight away afterwards. So I ate with them. Then I drove down to Cornwall. And um, I was listening to this surah, Surah al-Dukhan, on the way down. This was in some of the last days of Ramadan as well. So I, might, I may have been listening to it because that, that would have been what was recited in Tarawih that night. Um, and I remember... Because I just had this big meal with them. I was in so much pain in my stomach. Like us humans, we walk about thinking we're, we're such a big deal. You know, that is, we act as if we're going to last forever. But, you know, you try not going to the toilet for two days. I don't think many people appreciate how much pain you're going to be in in two days without going to the toilet for two days. And I remember listening to these verses, thinking about how much pain I was in driving down to Cornwall, <laughs> like, like, it sounds so silly, because why don't you just stop at a service station and do what you need to do or whatever, but like, if any of you have driven down to Cornwall, that's a long drive down the A30 without any real service stations, and honestly, that's some of the most excruciating pain I've ever been in in my life, like, <laughs> this, this episode's getting brutal, man, this is, getting, this is getting personal, but like, that's some of the most pain I've ever been in my whole life, um, yeah, and I remember like the, these these verses just just running over in my head, just running over in my head. Like I was in so much pain in my gut for like hours. I was like I was sweating, I was wincing and stuff. How much pain I was in. But like that food, it was delicious when I ate it. I was with my friends. I was in my comfortable car, and it was gonna be all right in a couple of hours. Like I knew it'd be all right. I get I get home and it'll be all right. <sighs> It's not, the, it's not the fruit of the tree of Zakorn. And there's me still sweating and wincing like a baby. You know, when we reflect upon طعام الأثيم كالمهل يغلي في البطون كغلي الحميم So, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't intend for this to become like an Islamic reminder, really. I, I intended to just go over the grammar of it, but... Um, but for me to continue, I mean, kalmuhli. Um, muhli has a kasra at the end because ka is a harf jar, and uh, yaghli is a is a present tense verb for al-mudari'. Fil botuni, botun being the the plural of button, and has a kasra at the end because of fi al botuni. Kaghli al-hamim. Yeah, like the ghali. Ghali um, is the it must be the master of the of, um, the verb yaghli. And yaghli al hamim. That, that's actually a phrase, um, or كغلي الحميم, in the, the, the boiling, like the boiling of, you know, like the boiling of, um, of scalding water. That's a, uh, there must be, um, uh, there must be a, um, a mudaf and mudaf ilay as well. Hence why um, it's not, although we say the boiling of water, and there's no elephant lamb, because it's, if it's mudaf, it can't have an elephant lamb. So كغلي الحميم, like the boiling of of the water, so um, I would implore you all actually to read Surat al-Dukhan as well. Surat al-Dukhan, from the very beginning, it's a it's a surah of real imperatives. You know, we it says about speaks of the best knight, speaks of the most mentioned prophet, and then here obviously speaks of you know the lowest parts of the hellfire. It's a whole surah of of imperatives. Of, not imperatives of, of um, superlatives rather sorry of the 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 most severe of this and the most mentioned of that and the most blessed of this and you know it's um yeah it's a very very beautiful surah which I'd implore you all to pay a bit more attention to 
um, you know, um, on the 25th night of, um, of our recitation of the Qur'an and uh, the 25th juz of the Qur'an. So that is everything for this particular episode. Um, our next episode from the 26th um, juz of the Qur'an, we'll be talking about a little passage from Surah Al-Ahqaf, Surah Al-Ahqaf. Um, we'll be doing the ninth ayah of that surah. So I um, hope to see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum.